2: previously on Dungeons & Dragons. Hey, yeah, I work here. I work here. You don't yeah. need to yell,
1: though. That's all oh, right. Because yeah, now no you're just drawing attention it. to yourself.
2: Okay, let's go, you guys. Do you feel kind of a pressure on your foot? No bottom step. No bottom step. You want step. my
1: bottom out of your face? What?
2: No, no. I mean, yes, but no, the bottom <laughs> step is don't step on. Okay.
0: It's going to be like boxes inside a box, right? You, are they labeled? Can I look at some crates and see if they're labeled?
3: They are labeled with merchant names. Ah.
0: Ah. Uh, so. That also makes sense. Oh right. Are we gonna be able to carry
1: these out of here? Are they like maple syrup jugs?
3: Uh no, they're they're larger jugs. Son like, of a
1: bitch! Like
3: gallon jugs.
1: Was I given a bag of holding from her by any chance? That cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, guys, look, there's some, uh, some burlap bags over here. Okay, I'll put oh, two perfect. in one, two in the other, two in the other. And you're right. Let's put these to the side and just keep filling okay. up bags. So Moot's
2: pretty familiar with a lot of these, included in that sticks root, goji leaves, and sun drop. So he knows those three real well and can probably fake the other two if need be.
0: And I'm going to pick up the box that says hallucinogens and bring it back. Further away from the creature.
2: The
3: creature looks back up at you and you see its teeth.
0: Underhand toss the jalapeno popper towards and it, it.
3: Snatches it out of the air, just like shredding it. There's cream cheese everywhere. Shu <laughs> has noticed you three sneaking off. Wide eyed, like almost like hurry up. As you jump, you hear the cargo door open. Hey! Hey! Who left the door open? Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons, we're a DD and d 5th edition actual play podcast, and I'm your Dungeon Master, Russ Moore, and with me today
2: is Tom Laird. Hey, that's me, I play Moot, he is a half-orc, wild magic sorcerer. And Amy Moore. Yep,
1: yeah, that's me, I loved how high Tom's eyebrows went when you called on him first.
2: I was like, very he didn't, surprised.
1: He didn't have the answer ready, he didn't study <laughs> for the test. I Teacher did.
2: called on <laughs> me and I wasn't ready.
1: Uh, and I play Sullivan Slight, a half half-lut... That's where editing comes in. A half foot, no, a light foot halfling rogue. You sure? Maybe. Ah. Do you want me to say it again, but no, less yelly?
3: You're good. <laughs> and Carla Max did.
0: That is me. I play Glim, a dragonborn paladin.
1: Well, that didn't seem so hard. <laughs>
3: And joining us today, a very special guest. You know him from the blog and the book, The Monsters Know What They're Doing, and his new book, Live to Tell the Tale, Keith Amon. Thank you. Thanks for joining us, Keith. Thank you for inviting me. Thanks Thanks for being
0: here, Keith. I feel like we should have a background. Russ is so much nicer (laughs) to us
1: when there's a guest, so... (laughs) Unless he's forced you to play someone evil that we need to try to kill. Oh.
3: As we determined before we started playing, I didn't force Keith to play anybody. (laughs)
1: It's true. No. It, it no. was all
3: luck of the die. <laughs> oh,
1: luck of the die. Yeah.
3: Where do we usually go from here? You can join us on Patreon and patrons get a special episode dedicated to you like today's patron, Ken Keen. Thanks, Ken.
0: Ken Keen. The alliteration hey. on that is awesome. Ken Keen is maybe oh, a superhero? Oh, good call. Sounds like a superhero name.
4: Definitely at least a friend of a superhero. For sure.
0: Oh, yes,
1: yeah. Yes, exactly.
4: Sassy office mate. Oh, I like that. Yes.
1: <laughs> Kept Ooh. in the dark, but he's got an idea.
3: Could be, you know, future guy behind the computer oh, for yeah. said superhero. Maybe. Oh. Hmm?
0: Yeah. I'd read this. I'm interested.
3: Yeah. Yeah. We're hooked. <laughs> and now to the story. Fuck it. Let's play D&D. Previously, we left Mood Glimm and Sully, who had just hopped off the Golden Dragon with their wares, their uh, items they had stolen. The ship.
1: Oh all my god. I was like, did look. we get super high? We were riding the golden dragon. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> no? No, right. We robbed yep. a ship. Okay. Yes. We robbed a ship
0: quite successfully. I know what happened. Against all Against odds. Against all odds. We did it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You rolled
3: very well.
0: Yes, I did. Um, yes.
3: You uh, all successfully hop down to the dock where you see where you catch Shu left hand's eye and he's waving over to you like, hurry, hurry. You hear a call from inside the ship be like, Hey, who left the door open? And footsteps heading down towards the door in the cargo hold.
0: I haul ass. Yeah, it's it's should, time to, to go. Yeah. we should skedaddle. Yeah.
3: You uh, follow quickly behind Shu, who leads you across the, uh, the gangplank of the dock. And then you hear a bell start ringing from the golden dragon and uh, n- n- not really uh, coherent words, but more yelling. Be like, we've been robbed! Somebody get! And then you see, if you look over your shoulder, if you look over your shoulder.
1: Sully definitely does.
3: Uh, Sully, you see um, the crew that has all recently come back aboard this ship. Um, They're looking over the edge, and you see one of them pointing in your direction as you are carrying several large sacks between the three of you, walking away from the ship. Shu gets you to speed up quickly, and you head into Serloon. and you see these men running down the gangplank. He leads you down a couple alleyways and ducks into uh, one of the buildings and goes up a flight of stairs and says... (sighs) We gotta, we got, we we gotta get you out of here quick. Uh, I know a guy who can, who maybe can give us a hand. We're gonna see how it plays out, though. Just, just come on, follow me.
1: Yeah, okay. If we didn't have to get these stupid jaws of stuff, it'd be a lot easier to sneak around.
3: I don't. Uh, you guys were the adventurers. I was the one facilitating the, uh, making sure that you know. It looked like we belong there. No,
1: yeah, yeah, enough. You know
0: what? You sobered no, up real good too. Like you've been amazing. You got us to this very nice apartment.
3: Well, it could be well, some. It we? could be somebody's apartment. Yeah, yeah. Just look in the... Oh, yeah. Hey, Mrs. Finkelstein.
2: Uh, oh, so it's not just a flop house. It's, there's someone else who lives we here. We just
0: went into someone's house.
3: Yeah, nice to see you. We're just cutting through. Don't worry about us. Don't tell anybody. We're just gonna go out the fire escape here up to the roof. Okay. So okay. Has a
2: real like Ferris Bueller vibe to it. We're like, smells delicious. <laughs> Indeed.
3: Um, you head out the out Mrs. Finkelstein's fire escape up to the roof uh shoe left hand gets you to duck down around the edges and says uh, you just wait here i'm going i'm going to send the signal and 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 see if if he if he can show up uh, a few moments pass and shoe's kind of you see him kind of walking awkwardly around kind of waving and then you hear the sound of soft footpaths land behind you you turn and you see
4: you see a very lanky Tabaxi, uh, head to toe light gray fur with with very faint leopard spots, wearing what looks somewhat like monk's robes, but with a very very foreign cut. Uh, and uh, he, he travels light. He uh, he has kind of a, a crouch. Uh, rests lightly on both hands and both feet, tail kind of waving in the air, uh, and says, "Welcome, seekers."
1: Oh Jesus! You scared the? Oh, are you who we're waiting
0: for? This your friend, Shu?
3: Sh- uh, Shu sees uh, that this character has landed behind you and says, "Oh good! Oh good! Floor, you here? Um, look, uh, my friend's here." You look and do you guys want to give your 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 current situation a bit of a description? What you guys look like?
2: Oh, sure.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm like, I mean, like, I was like, yeah. we're on a roof. Yeah. <laughs> we just went through an apartment building, I guess. <laughs> um, yep. Yeah, Sullivan Slight is um, kind of mocha e skin, dark hair, short for a halfling. Um. No, he's tall for a halfling, but still short because he is a halfling. And uh, yeah, pretty a little, pretty little unkempt little dude.
0: Uh, Glim is a dragonborn. She's a big one. She's about six foot five. Um, she's kind of wearing a robe right now because she's in disguise as Slim because she got into a little trouble in this town the day before, but when her robe is not there she's pretty flashy looking um, metallic brass rose gold platinum um strikes quite a quite a figure
2: yeah and moot is uh, a little on the short side for a half orc he's uh, a little bit on the young side of things too uh he was wearing a giant floppy sun hat as a disguise but probably has ditched that now that we're a little more mobile and we've been seen and we're on, on the, the run, run.
1: Yeah, but did yeah. you, like, pocket that sun hat, or... I
2: assume I put it in some sort of bag for another purpose in time.
1: For
0: later. Yeah. Never know when you're going to need a floppy sun hat.
3: Hey, as I was saying, uh, Floyd, uh, my friends here are in a bit of a pickle. You see, you might recognize the two of them from the pictures around town. They were the ones who went all blasty face on, on those cult members.
4: They do not post the pictures of this high.
3: Oh, fair fair enough okay I forgot you don't come down' because uh yeah okay I forgot you don't come down that's okay um so anyways they're wanted by the cult and well they kind of just stole some stuff off uh, I'm not selling this very well you guys you sold it to me really really good you you explain what's you need to, done
1: yeah all right we're gonna need to like eight pints of beer and that's how we sold it to you the first time. Oh. You were actually doing kind of fine.
3: Oh, okay. Well, it's
1: not a good story. Glim here lit up a dew, but in all fairness, he wouldn't he stop touching it. the donkey. Uh, Glim, I'm not entirely You're- sure on that one.
2: Well, remember, you were hiding under the blankets.
1: For good reasons, in which uh, we will talk about at a later time, not now, in front of new friends. Godmoot.
4: <laughs> Sorry. You are in need of beer? Why do you not go to a tavern?
0: No, we're not being very clear. What we are in need of is uh, getting the heck out of here. Uh, We got in a little trouble. Then we did some light stealing. Some light stealing of items that we needed to honor a blood debt. And now it'd be great if we could just, like, get out of this town. We're just trying to save Merv's life.
4: So you need to move through the city unseen. (gasps) Yes, yes, that would be great.
1: Mm-hmm. You seem really sneaky. I can
4: help you with that. Yes. I am a disciple of the way of the rooftop.
2: The way of the rooftop? This is the first time hearing of that, and Moot writes that down in his notebook.
1: Well, I'm surprised you haven't heard of it before, Moot. I mean, you've worked on many a rooftop.
2: But yeah, I, mean, I wasn't told there was a way of the rooftop.
4: It is known to only a few.
1: Now a few more. Any, any other tips and tricks you want to tell us about this way of the rooftop? If we're, if it's going to help us, I mean, shouldn't we like, try to also walk like a, a rooftopian?
4: Learning the way is not something you can do in a day. It takes a lifetime of practice, disciplined study. Are you prepared
1: for a lifetime of practice and study? Listen, I have to get back, because I think maybe they're going to release my friend Merv. And if I'm not there,
4: well, he- Okay. Yeah. So you are more interested in uh, a short-term services? Definitely. I see.
0: Yes, yes. A,
4: a guide across this a part of the city.
0: Yes, you understand perfectly. That's exactly what we need. A, a, a very quiet, secretive guide
1: that can get us right out of town. Who definitely knows where they're going. Not who just says they know where they're going.
4: Oh, we, We've had issues and with in guides in, a fugitive in themselves. the past. Yeah. Yes. If I may ask, where do you plan to go after this?
1: Well, we gotta take this stuff and get...
4: consulting notes
1: (laughs) wait a minute it's not on here
4: (laughs) so the tabaxi looks at the amount of stuff you're carrying and you look at the amount of stuff that the tabaxi is carrying which seems to consist entirely of a sling one pouch and a water skin and he says you realize, carrying all of this stuff is going to make it much more difficult.
1: Yeah, it's kind of part of the deal, though. It, a woman sent us through a portal, and now we gotta get back to Prosker, so that we can give her this stuff, uh, so that we have fulfilled the promise that we made to her, and so that nothing bad will happen to me.
3: <clears throat> Guys, don't they sound like they just—they got all these great stories? Ah, that's where they really hooked me.
4: Uh, so out of character for a moment, um, uh, the city that that uh, Sully just mentioned uh, is that one that I would have heard of. Is it is it within this part of Sembia?
3: Um, it it is quite a ways away. Like it's
4: probably at least a ten day at least
3: a ten day travel.
4: <laughs> so, okay, don't laugh at yeah. me, um, um. But it's not on the other side of the world. It's not something no. like they have to, to teleport to or no, something like it's, that.
3: it's still on the same uh, sea.
1: Just getting getting to where we were right now was a time crunch.
4: Okay, so, Um. all right, got it.
3: Um. Down from the street level, you hear, hey,
4: I think they went
3: this way, and heavy footsteps begin walking up towards... Uh, in the direction of the building where you are atop.
4: Get low and follow me. And uh, I'm going to spend two key points to cast Pass Without Trace.
3: Um, okay, um, you pa- cast Pass Without Trace using key points, not even spell slots, magic. Um, okay, tell me what your what your goal is here, and everybody...
1: Um, so, How many r- bags did we have again? Yeah, and
0: I'd like to clarify who's carrying what, because I'm very big and strong, and I don't know that it makes sense for the halfling to be carrying, like, the large sacks of things, whereas <laughs> I'm a very large, strong creature, My note says... So perhaps I could take some of the burden. My note says got all the stuff.
2: Perfect. <laughs> so
0: yeah, All wrapped up
2: in a neat little oh, we, package.
0: There it is. We got all the stuff off the <laughs> ship. We each kind of had our own sacks, but perhaps now would be a good time to redistribute that between the Dragonborn and the half-orc, and maybe you can have, like, the little pouches.
1: or
3: The oh, little pouches
2: of dust.
1: Yeah, I want yes. dust pouches.
2: Okay.
3: Um,
1: I think, how many jars were there? There were, they were like, six. There were six. Oh, we have so much stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I feel
0: like we're at Only custom. we had a bag of holding. Uh. Some cargo shorts of holding.
1: <laughs> maybe a fanny pack of holding. Oh. Exactly.
3: Uh, yeah, six alchemical jugs. The herbs and the in the circlet, not a big deal. Yeah, yeah that's um,
1: just all. Six but yeah, jugs. Yeah, the eight,
3: six, like, milk jug-sized <laughs> jugs that you placed into burlap sacks. Okay, <laughs> you tell me who's got what.
1: I have all the and whatnots. Okay. Yeah, you have all, like, the herbs yeah, and the circlet yeah. and the... The light okay. stuff I can fit into my little satchel.
4: Yeah.
0: Um... How big are you, Moot? You're big too. Uh I'm a little Although shorter than I use used to be, but yeah,
2: one. I'm 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 <laughs> yeah. pretty decently sized.
0: <laughs> well maybe you can take two and I'll take four. Sure.
2: Okay.
1: Okay. Oh my word.
0: I do that while I do Zumba. This ain't no thing. I've been pump I've been working out this whole That's trip, true. you know. <laughs> I'm jacked.
3: Shu, uh just before you guys head off uh to begin. Skimming silently across rooftops, Shu turns to you. He's like, I'll go, I'll just go, you know, send him in the other direction. You're like, I think I saw those crew go that way, kind of thing, okay? I'll catch up with you later. Uh, just remember, he doesn't like to go to the ground. He, he, he whispers in your ear. He's like, floor is lava, okay? <laughs> uh, okay. Okay, it's perfect.
4: Uh, yeah. yeah. It's really, it's
1: really rude. thanks,
0: it's really rude, You've though. been. An amazing part of our country. My ears
4: twitch and I turn around and say, did you say something?
3: No, nothing, nothing, nothing. That's okay. We don't, (laughs) we just, just telling them not to, not to ask you to take any shortcuts through alleyways or anything like that. You know,
4: you know best. I thought I heard my name.
3: Uh, I just saying how, how much of a cool dude you were (laughs) and you like to spend so much time
4: up in the, up in the, the, the tops of the buildings. It is not that I simply like it. It is, what I have committed my life to. You are
3: you you are the rooftops. I was merely I merely adopted the rooftops, but you you was born in the rooftops. That's
1: hey, Shu, aren't you gonna go make a distraction? I think
3: so. I'm gonna go check in with <laughs> Mrs. Finkelstein. She looked a little bit scared. And Shu runs off, and uh, you four uh, begin following. Behind, uh, which way? Uh, where... Tell me where. Uh, what floor is lava? Does. <laughs> And which way do they go?
4: That's the full name? Uh, yes, floor <laughs> is Lava. That's awesome.
0: That's amazing. So topical. Mm-hmm. Jeez.
4: Um, so uh, we are right now on the top of a two-story building. And um, I lead them in the direction of the uh, uh, the way they would have to leave in order to go to the city that Sully named.
2: Okay. Rosker.
4: Uh, and it's, it's not necessarily the most direct route, uh, because we are going from rooftop to rooftop with the, uh, with the occasional, uh, with the occasional jump. Um, but, um, the, uh, they are so far never more than, uh, about five feet between buildings. And, um, we are uh, staying low. Uh, I am at least attempting to move stealthily. Okay, everybody roll a stealth check.
0: <laughs> I was going to say, I'm sure uh, we're all attempting to do, move stealthily. You do have
3: your, your plus ten, I believe, oh, with Pass Without guys, Trace. guys, I'm going to be
1: stealthy as shit. <laughs> yeah, you can roll to two. <laughs> I don't
2: know. <laughs> but you I should have that. crazy bonuses. You're, I do, but it's yeah. that's
1: not the point. <laughs> <laughs> um... 19.
2: Oh hey, that's what I ended up
4: with. It could
1: have been Shut up. It could have been like we can, amazing. Is
4: that with pass without trace or before it? It's with with it. it. Okay.
1: Uh so and and I'm 22. Jesus, you're carrying four bags filled with terracotta and pots and you're like It's like nothing. You're uh, just like silently leaping from building to building.
3: So Floor, you look behind you and surprisingly, I mean you I I could picture you looking at this group with these big jugs in bags thinking this isn't the, you know, we're going to get caught in like under 10 seconds. But you turn back after you hop a few roofs and they are surprisingly silent. There's a few little clanging, but you you're pleased, I would think. Okay. With uh, the I've
4: got a 25 by the way. Perfect.
1: We bow to the end. I mean, I think I
0: put the jugs in my backpack. I don't think I'm like I want my hands free. Okay, I didn't know you had a backpack. Yeah, yeah I mean, you know, we all start with like our. Adventure oh, fair enough. Yeah. I, and even just in case Russ was going to call me on it, I just double checked, and I definitely have one in my inventory. I so. believe
4: you know what you're Stop carrying.
0: Stop saying I don't own a backpack. Yeah, Russ.
4: Yeah,
1: Russ. Good. <laughs> <Yeah,
4: Russ>. <laughs> so it is a bit of a winding path because it's like you know finding the the right rooftops that you can jump from one to another uh, is is. Sort of like running a maze, but uh, very much like running a maze. It's our specialty, but uh,
1: <laughs> but we're not we're, leading we're, this. We're making
3: so. our way
4: in that direction.
3: Uh, okay, so the three of you. Um, after a little while, you notice you're kind of like you're backtracking and you're going in different directions. You you know because of where you came into the city, which way you should be going out, but you seem to be doubling back a little bit.
1: Uh guys, I don't want to be rude to our um to our our guide here, but um. Like, maybe he's lost or something because I've seen like other like we're going sometimes backwards in the backwards direction.
0: Well, I think he clearly is a uh has very strong faith in his rooftop beliefs. So, as another person of faith, I trust him. I think he knows what he's doing.
1: Okay.
3: Um, what's Floor's passive perception?
4: Uh, it's 15. Um, okay. and, uh, I don't know if you looked, but, uh, I do have a mixed background and the city secrets feature.
3: Okay. You uh, are carrying on your path, hopping from rooftop to rooftop. Everybody's staying really quiet, surprisingly behind you. Um, as you get, I don't know, about a quarter of the distance that you feel you need to go, you hear a, a wings and like a whistle up above in the air floor.
4: Okay. Um, I pause, put up a hand, um, and say, This way. And uh, hustle them over toward the uh, nearest chimney that we might be able to uh, hide in the shadow of. It'll have to be a pretty pretty large one to hide <laughs> the uh, the dragonborn and the half-orc.
3: <laughs> I feel like you have to hop another roof, but you're able to um, will carry the stealth... Um, Glim and Moot. I feel like Sully and F- Floor would be able to um, get into a shadow quick enough and well enough, but Moot and Glim roll me another stealth check.
2: Okay.
0: 25. Oh, 22. Jeez Louise, you All guys. Right. You
3: find and you're like you you angle the the shadow so that it's just perfect. Um and then um you're directed to, you you see like this, almost like a bat-like creature, whipped by your location, just as you as you uh, manage to kind of all turn around a corner, and it flies up and into the air.
0: Oh my! God. And how big is it? It must be big. What the fuck is
3: it's, that? It's like a little bigger than yeah, a little bigger than a. It looks like a bat, but it's like
0: you're making very large you hands. Are. I've seen a bat they're not that I mean
3: the, the body is like a uh
0: it's like the size of a basketball
3: about ha- about half of a basketball the body's wings. half of a basketball yeah
0: okay okay okay
3: like a volleyball like
0: okay <laughs> like a volleyball with wings we're all such sports stars. Uh, I'm glad we're using uh, mm-hmm. these uh, all these perfect, sporting terms perfect
3: metaphors these, per-
0: these perfect uh Or
3: you would recognize them as um sentry gargoyles so much smaller gargoyles
4: watch out for them they are fast, they are alert, and they attack the weak.
1: Yeah, Moot, be careful. Did you hear that? They attack hey, the weak. The, uh, what do you mean? Well, I'm just trying to I'm, make light I, of the I, situation. I'm sorry, I'm like really stressed out right now.
2: I have two of these jugs and you don't have any.
1: Well, I didn't know we were comparing who could carry that many jugs. Fine, I'll take a jug. Moot, do you need me? Moot, do you need oh, me to take jug? No, no, I can a jug? take a jug. Are you
2: having trouble? Or no, no, I'm fine. Just like, you know, let's just not be throwing out. You know, the, the, the insults, quite frankly.
1: Listen, I'm sorry. I'm just under a lot of
4: stress.
2: Okay, sorry. Uh, okay. Uh, Floor, um, how many of these things are there?
4: Many. Oh. <laughs> Countless. It is best to hide. But how
1: long are we gonna be hiding for? Just a question. Not that I have any routes to be or anything.
4: Uh, I'll I'll just peer out as subtly as I can to see where it seems to be going.
3: Um, You watch it for a while and it kind of does a circle around um, the area that you're in and then um, you see a few more kind of dart through the sky above and then they all kind of scatter and go out to a different area. Um, You, having city knowledge, uh, would know that yes, there are many of the smaller ones Um, and you know that there are uh, four much larger gargoyles um, that if they're triggered um, if the small ones detect something they go back and report to these bigger ones who then come out
4: uh, once they once they scatter I'll begin leading them slowly again
3: okay um, you you head back out and uh, begin making your way across the uh, across the rooftops and as you jump over you jump over a couple of them you sketch uh, out of the corner of your eye as you're all jumping over that down in the streets, you see many of the helms um, have come out of their posts and are now patrolling the streets below.
0: Uh, like one or two per street or like masses?
3: Um, you see them now on
4: like every street you pass by. Okay. Cool. This is nothing to worry about.
0: That's reassuring.
4: As long as we remain on the rooftops, they will not see us.
1: Your, your calmness is, is actually very very comforting.
4: Have you never played Overwatch? Nobody ever looks up. <laughs> 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 I mean,
2: that is a pretty hard and fast rule. So. <laughs> um, you,
3: you follow Floor's path through the city, and he's leading you under... Um, different areas of rooftop and back up onto, and uh, you get to one rooftop, and I'm going to say you definitely see it. You silently land on the roof, and you see the back of one of these large gargoyles patrolling the street below. Um, It doesn't appear that you've alerted it as you land on the top of this
4: roof. Stop. This one, we need to be very careful of. Should we kill it? no do not provoke it and I start leading them very very slowly and as silently as possible directly away from it Okay. this may take us out of our way but we must avoid that
1: one I'm not gonna lie to you I don't think anything has been a direct route thus far so I think it's okay
4: the true way is not always obvious
1: Oh, that's
0: deep, man. Fuck. Glim is so into all of the, like, <laughs> mystical part of this mythology. Moose yeah, and
2: Moose's just been frantically writing down everything that Floor's been saying. <laughs> Are
0: you jumping with, like, a notepad? <laughs> Floor's, Floor's the coolest person we've met in yeah. a while. No offense to our friend Shu, who just helped us rob a boat. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, okay, everybody, as you turn and begin walking away, uh, make a stealth check. Um, Glim probably with disadvantage.
1: What? Why? Because you
3: have four big jugs on your back, Stop glim-
1: talking about Carla's jugs. <laughs> 25
4: again for
0: Floor.
2: Hey. 14. 31.
0: Yo! It's going to be 29, but then... Be.
2: 24 for me.
0: I would like to point out that I, it is canonical that I work out all the time. The rock would not have a problem carrying four milk jugs on his That's track. right. Would you get the rock to roll that? Yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. I would probably okay. get the rock to roll disadvantage on a <laughs> stealth and/or strength jack.
0: Let's let's make a let's make a better comparison. Would you make Vindi the whole roll? <laughs> I mean, you know, we're playing Vindy. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Yep. Let's use the right reference. Um, Okay,
3: Um, you all follow Floor and uh, Glim as you hop up and over down onto this ledge below. The jugs kind of clang together.
1: (laughs) I'm 12. (laughs) (laughs) Can't look at me like that.
3: You hear heavy clawed steps move across the roof that you were just on top of as you are kind of as you're quickly following behind uh, the group
4: uh what time of day is this night it is night yeah okay
0: um I mean I'm just gonna keep following until I feel like I've caught up if I'm if I have slowed down a bit behind them while I stumbled or whatever happened um If we stop again, which it seems like we are kind of like pausing and waiting, then I might ask Floor to like, give me a minute and pull out the jugs and just wrap them in my clothes so they can no longer clang around together.
4: (laughs)
3: Okay. Um, Okay. You follow behind, um, everybody else hears the jug and um, and then hears those steps across the top and you hear them like. Grip into a ledge a little further back, um, just as the four of you kind of duck around a corner. It's like the, the camera view. You, s- you see it and kind of look down and around um, at just as the bag gets sucked around the corner. You have a moment to stop and do so. Thank you. Um, you uh, it's, take a moment just to kind of collect yourselves and, and redistribute the, the noisy makers in, in your bag. Um, and you hear down below um, uh, the voice of Shu, who is walking with a group of the crew members. He's just kind of walking through the streets, and you hear him yelling, Oh, yeah, I think they. Uh yeah, uh, yeah, excuse me, sir. You're not going to believe me, but I got Spin Spinnaker and the Spinsters here looking for a few people. They were carrying lots of sacks and things. Uh, one was shortish, tallish, one was roundish, skinnyish. Eh, uh, yeah. No? And then you hear one of the crew members say, if you are leading us down a... A winding path of nowhere, just so your friends can get away with our goods. We're going to have problems. Oh, no problems, no problems. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about, friends. I was trying to help you being a good citizen. You see one of them pull a cutlass out and move it towards Shu, who uh, begins kind of spacking away.
1: You know, I think if he had just a little bit more confidence and just like really sold it a little bit better and was all like, I'm the, I'm the ship, whatever, like, you know, he had his title and whatever and just like. Yeah,
2: like when we were feeding him drinks, he Mm. was really confident then.
1: He was. He just needs to pull out the clipboard
0: that he uses in his official duties as a dog worker and they would believe him because you always believe everyone with a clipboard. They look so official.
4: So, uh, how far away from us is Shu, uh, our Shu and the guards?
3: We'll say that they're like down, like not quite directly down below you, but, uh, you're about two stories up and they're about half of a building away from you.
4: Okay. Uh, where is the, uh, where's the farthest alley from us that is still within 30 feet?
3: We could say it's directly across. Uh, w- yeah, we'll say it's like 25 feet away. If you go out okay. and down this main road.
4: You see Floor is Lava make uh, a, uh, a couple of mystical gestures and point at that alley. And you hear in that alley uh, the exact sound of... Of those jugs clanking together, but louder, and then some footsteps running away down the alley. That was a minor illusion cantrip.
3: You, you hear the, the, the commotion stop as that noise is made. You hear Shu be like, oh, hey, that sounds like your jugs. Uh, they're this way. See, I wasn't that far off. And he begins backing away carefully and they start to follow him back down the alley. And he's like, look, see, it wraps around here. They probably went this way. Come on, follow me.
1: Wow, thanks for doing that for for Shu. Because I was all like, should we get him? He's kind of on his own at this point. But you really took care of that. So, like, my conscience is clear and stuff. Thanks.
4: Come this way now. We must make a faster pace if we are to elude them.
1: Yes, of course.
3: All right. If we're picking up Pace, we're going to need a Dexterity uh, Athletics or Acrobatics.
2: Um, Whichever your character prefers.
1: 20.
0: 21.
4: Carla. 19. (sighs) Floor rolled a natural one on his acrobatics. And... um, Yeah, his total is only an eight.
1: You know, like when cats run into stuff randomly. I know. Or maybe it's a cucumber on the ground. But it's not. Someone put. Yeah, someone put the (laughs) cucumber. He flipped out. So,
4: uh, yeah, my my foot hits a uh, hits a loose ceiling tile that I didn't notice, and it clatters uh, clatters down.
2: We're here in the middle. We sing all the time, Keith. It's just what we do. <laughs> always an intro, song. Yeah. Always an intro I mean, song.
4: Always an intro song. always an intro song. Oh, Keith gets it. So fucking got it. Lovely. Keith yeah. gets it. Um,
1: now, can you can you spit us some hot rhymes? Oh, yeah. Sometimes
0: we try and do that, and it is not good.
4: <laughs> no, I know my limits. If, if it, it's good to know your That's limits. That's the we correct answer.
3: And we just keep trying to push through. Um, but this is the point where we come talk to you, Keith, because you have uh, two books. One is new that we want to tell everybody about where they can get it. It's called uh, Live to Tell the Tale, new out. Give us a little bit of... Why did you write this
4: book, and who is it for? This book is for players, um, mostly beginning and intermediate players, although uh, advanced ones might be able to uh, pick up a thing or two by going back to the fundamentals. But mainly it is for players who want to increase the chances that their beloved immersive roleplay characters will survive what their DMs are throwing at them, especially if those DMs have read my other book, The Monsters Know What They're Doing, Combat Tactics for DMs. Um, This is not a book about min-maxing. It is a book about determining the best strategies for the character you have created, however you've chosen to create that character. So if you are an immersive role player or you just like doing wacky things with your characters there whatever you have whatever choices you have made in creating that character there is a way to optimize that character's chances of being effective in combat and surviving combat encounters and living to play out the uh, terrific story arcs that you and your DM have planned your characters
3: i love it because both tom and i have uh the monsters know what they're doing yep. um and uh, you know it it it's not that it makes it harder but it's good that everybody is kind of on the same playing field with having both of these together now uh i've started reading through it uh, initially here um and there's lots of great useful stuff that i'm sure amy and carla are going to go just
0: well someone who has lost one of their beloved characters i'm going to going to give this a cover to cover
4: (laughs) someone who's seen a friend
1: lose a beloved
4: character i'm also going to to
0: avoid that not do that again although you know i did my best but still i'd like to not lose more i'm the one that loses all the characters
2: (laughs) Uh, i was reading keith's older book earlier today because i'm dming a session tomorrow that we're playing in and every time I DM, I read about the monsters that I've picked to to use in my adventure. And every single time I learn something new and it's just awesome. It's such a good resource. I 10 out of 10
4: cannot recommend it enough. Keith, it's an awesome book. Thank you.
3: And we've talked about the book. Where can people find it?
4: Both The Monsters Know What They're Doing and Live to Tell the Tale are published by Saga Press, which is a trade book publisher, which means you can buy it at your local independent bookstore you can buy it from bookshop.org from barnes and noble amazon anywhere else you buy trade books but you know this uh pandemic has really hit local bookstores hard so if you've got one in your area do them a solid
3: do so yeah we'll link all of uh, keith's information down in the description uh thank you keith again for joining us for these two episodes uh tons of fun if this is the first episode the second episode is going to be more wild for you um if this is the second episode thank you so much for joining us again keith and we look forward to uh, when we're able to sit down and play again in the future
4: thanks again for inviting me
0: thank you so much it's a real treat thanks, all
3: right we'll get you back to the episode now have a great week we'll talk to you soon all right that shoots off as you uh begin running the three of you see it uh like slide down the roof I'll give somebody who's behind floor a uh, a dexterity check. to see who, Who's directly behind floor? I didn't ask marching order, but I assume... I'll claim. say I am. Okay.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, um, I've got good dex, but I got crap rolls, I mean, so... <laughs> I'll, I'll give you a
3: dex check. It's probably going to be a disadvantage um, to try and catch this tile before it falls off the building.
2: Uh, can I use my mage hand? <gasps> yeah, you got to roll on your wild magic table. If you do so,
3: yeah, you okay. do.
2: Which I'm at thirty percent right now so. because
3: you ha- and you think you have to because of that
2: last surge thing. You. had. This is a cantrip. It's not a level one uh, spell. Okay. When okay, I use okay. a level one spell, I right. have to. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, but you know, I still have a thirty percent chance. Yeah. So. Uh, that's a 16, so it should be all right on
3: uh, Yeah, so your um, floor, you see out of the corner of your eye this uh, mystical crab claw come out of thin air and go and grab the tile just as it kind of shoots off the top of the roof uh, right before it strikes the building on the other side and catches it silently. And then also roll a d20 to see if you trigger your wild magic tip.
1: Oh, trigger it. This would be the worst time. I know.
3: Eighteen. Okay, so you're up to uh six now?
2: Thirty-five percent now.
3: Alright.
1: <laughs> it's
2: so gonna crazy. happen sooner or later. I can't
1: wait till it does. Will he be another animal? Will he be another seven inches shorter? Could be something actually bad, but so
0: far <laughs> it's only been hilarious.
2: <laughs> what does your crab claw do with the what do you do with the tile? Uh I bring it back over to me and I slip it in my bag along with uh, everything else I have with me. Nice.
1: I thought for sure you'd take a hot minute and like fix the roof. Like, no, you took have roof fixing experience.
2: <laughs> like I, mean, guys, I, just I just don't D20. think we have the time for it.
4: <laughs> do you have roofer tools proficiency? <laughs> I just have some done nice. some good roofing experience. in the past. Yep. Yep. <laughs> just
1: some good experience in the matter.
3: Okay, you uh, continue on. Everybody give me uh, another stealth check as you're running through the city. Not at disadvantage.
1: Uh, no. Oh, 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 oh. Uh,
2: What's happening?
1: Oh! What a roller yes, coaster. I, know, right? I rolled a one, but I get to re-roll it. Because it's an ability Halfling check, right? trait. Yeah. Um, yeah, your lucky trait. Who am I thanking again? Who just told me that on Oh, oh one of
2: our patrons, <laughs> uh, Derelith.
1: Derelith, Thank you. Oh, that's better. Is our... Sneakiness still on?
4: Uh, yeah.
1: Okay. I have not mm-hmm. dropped
4: Pass Without Trace. Okay. 34. So. 34. Until the hour runs out, it's going. Ooh,
1: 34.
0: Oh. Yeah. Wow.
4: 17 for me.
0: Thank God you got to re Uh, 16 for me.
4: 21.
1: It would have been like, and Sully slides off the roof. <laughs> <laughs> you just you leave me behind. You split the party.
2: Congratulations.
1: <laughs> never, sl- never split the party.
3: Um, you... The four of you are moving silently through the shadows and across the night. Um, you're making good progress now um, until you hear that whistle again. It's coming from behind you this time.
4: I will look around, identify another hiding place, and lead them there. We
1: will try to sneak into we scurry it. into there. Do okay. we have to roll for scurry and sneak?
3: Um,
2: yeah, please do.
1: I didn't have to roll last time. Do I have to roll this time? You said I was small and sneaky. Yep, no, not big uh, and jumpy. I and mean, that's also
2: <laughs> yeah. a halfling trait: is that you're able to you are like, able to hide. Yeah,
1: yeah as find those spaces.
3: spaces. Uh, no, Sully and Floor are fine because you're you're trying to find the place.
2: But uh, well, that's a twenty-nine for me that time. Cheap Russ as creep us
1: twenty for eight.
3: me.
2: Rick.
1: Russ is like, well, this episode just is brought to you by jumping I roof to roof silently <laughs> without any problems. <laughs>
0: Keith is very good luck mm-hmm. for us. We have literally never rolled this wheel. I mean, a
3: plus 10 does four help. four years of plus 10 helps a lot.
1: Yeah.
3: Okay, you you duck under and you see the sentry go and it kind of, it goes ahead of where you were and then you see it stop and like hover, its wings flapping in the location like 10 or 15 feet ahead of where you are. It just stopped there.
1: Can these can these things like? Shh. I point Sully points to his nose and he's like, <laughs> like, can they smell us?
4: Floor thinks about it and then kind of shakes his head no.
1: Sully mimes the hand across the forehead like, whoo!
3: You wait for uh, what seems like an eternity uh, for the four of you.
4: I will. I will gesture um, uh, to my eyes, and then to the shadows below, and then to my eyes again, and then to the gargoyle.
1: Sally looks at your eyes, looks at the shadows, and looks at the gargoyle, <laughs> and then looks at Glim and goes. Do you want to
3: roll an insight to see if you can pick on pick up on what Floor is trying to tell you?
1: Sure. Insight? Yeah. That's a 9. I look at the shadow. Nat 20. Oh,
2: Nat 20 is much better than that. Karma. Much better than my 7.
3: Um so de- uh, definitely glim you get you get what Floor is trying to tell you and Keith you're more than welcome to <laughs> Which is? Uh, articulate. To, <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah.
4: That 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 they do have dark vision. Right, they can they can see in the shadows.
1: Amy was just as confused as Sally was.
3: <laughs> Describe this uh, this hiding location that you have found.
4: There are many chimneys in the city. Some of them wider than others. Um, over uh, over. Bakeries, potter shops, um, things with very, very large ovens. The uh, the chimneys tend to be wider, and uh, so we're looking we're looking for one of those wider chimneys as opposed to just you know somebody's pot bellied stovepipe. Sure. Yeah,
3: absolutely. Um, you've definitely found one of those, and you hear um, the flapping of the wings kind of pick up again, and then you hear another whistle from coming from uh, uh, further down. Uh, and off to your right and as you wait there to see unless you say you do anything else you see uh, a sentry gargoyle zip by um, not zip by and go out from where you are and then you see another one like the the silhouetted figure against like the night sky coming towards you
4: I would like to look over the edge of the, uh, however, however far I can, I can reach my head out without giving us away. See if I can see over the edge and maybe find a balcony or something like that.
3: You can see um, down and a bit into, you can see from the building that you're on. It looks like more of a shop front. It has one of those like fabric awnings down below but you don't okay. you don't see like a like a, a traditional balcony or fire escape style
1: just just wondering is there a window across from that awning that we could maybe pull like an aladdin bump off and then through the window bounce yeah like trampoline yeah. it mm-hmm.
3: there's a window over there <laughs>
4: <laughs> okay floor will climb down the side of the building to the awning um and then uh I wanna make sure I'm not I'm not going so far that they're out of the radius of pass without trace.
3: How far is that?
4: Um but that's 30? a uh I think that is a 30 foot radius. Um Yes. So I'm going to go to the top of the awning and then try to from there. Uh, jump across to the window, which should be a shorter distance.
3: Uh, okay. Uh, are you signaling to them, or are you just going and doing this?
4: I'm. I'm just doing it for starters. Okay.
3: Um, make me a dexterity check.
4: Okay. Uh, does acrobatics count uh, for yes. this, or just yeah. straight dex? Uh, no, we can
3: go acrobatics.
4: Okay. Uh, that is a nineteen.
3: Uh, yes then you are able to do that you get down to the awning and you are able to make it to the window uh, across the way or you're going okay. to the window in the same building or the window across
4: the window across uh i'm going to uh, open the window as quietly as i can
3: okay uh stealth check
4: stealth is stealth is 23. Uh, with pass without trace, it's thirty-three. Oh, okay. Oh my. Yeah,
3: you're <laughs> you're in. Yeah.
4: And then I will uh, look out the window and gesture to them.
2: Okay. All right. I see the gesture, and uh, I kind of point at Glim, like you or or me.
0: Uh, you, because yeah, I think you should go first.
2: Okay, I'm on it. I'm going to try and recreate the exact thing I just saw happen of climbing down jumping from the awning
4: over As as I see him uh about to attempt to do this What what kind of room am I in
3: Um it's uh it opens up and it looks like uh it looks like a storeroom like a, a storage area for um what looks to be a, a textile or a like a, a clothing sh- shop, so it's got rolls of fabrics um, and all that sort of stuff in,
4: t- piled into this room. Perfect. I am going to use my other two key points to uh, drop, pass without trace, and cast silence. Uh, I'm going to uh, center it so that it includes the window, the awning, and the chimney where they're hiding.
3: Okay, and that stops all sound in that area. Correct. Yes. Okay, um, then uh, roll me in acrobatics um, with advantage. You don't have uh,
2: no plus ten though anymore. No plus ten. Okay, <laughs> fair. Well, I that guess. was only for stealth. No, so yeah. Oh. All right. First one wasn't great with the five, so let's go advantage. Oh, there we go. Fifteen.
3: Okay. Uh, Moot, you are able... You kind of stumble as you're kind of getting down onto the awning and um, your foot scrapes against this brick wall and you see pebbles fall, but you don't hear them fall. You make it down to the awning and you are able to uh, leap across and join floor.
0: Uh, Okay. Then I guess it's my go. I am also going to try and recreate this boss move. Six, so that's not great. Uh, that was better acrobatics, he said. So, 14.
3: Same thing. You, you, you're trying to get your footing. You moot and sully. You see the pebbles kind of scrape away and fall down to the awning. Um, You don't hear the pebbles at all as they hit the ground. Um, You go to jump off the awning, though, and your foot, your claws... Push through, and you lose your footing, and you fall. Make a Dex saving throw.
0: That's no good. That's a nine.
3: Uh, your foot gets tangled up in the awning. Um, there is no sound. Uh, if you yell out or or um, or anything hitting any the jugs, you feel kind of like pull down to the back of your. Um, Backpack and you're kind of wrapped up around the ankle, hanging upside down in this awning. You hear from further down the street, you're still up in the chimney. Everybody's kind of jumping down to this awning and has moved across, and silence has been cast um, over the area. You hear helm footsteps moving down the side street that's coming your way.
1: Has Glim ruined this landing spot for me?
3: <laughs> um, just
1: wondering if it would take my weight as well, and if we're all just—we're both just going to crash to the ground.
3: I mean, it's kind of uh, like wooden planks, like thin wooden planks holding it up. Um, okay. Well, so I'll balance tor- on. Yeah.
1: I'll I'll climb down and I'll balance on those, and I'm going to try to somehow help her out of her bind.
3: Okay.
2: Which I mean, the silence spell reaches the floor, so she could crash to the ground. Yep. And in theory, no sound. Should be made. Yep,
3: she's hanging upside down right now. Yeah. Um,
1: Also, I'm worried about her jugs.
3: Uh, (laughs) Oh, fair. Uh, Acrobatics check uh, with uh, with advantage because of the
1: signs. All right, that was uh, (laughs) eleven. I'm at a (laughs) twelve.
0: Do you have a good plus?
1: Is That's that with the bonus. Responses? Yes, with plus. Oh, oh, wow. It's All with right. plus okay. five. Um,
3: so Sully, thinking they're uh, thinking he's light enough.
1: Well, I am a light foot. Yeah.
3: Um, quickly, scurries down and goes to step out. And what do you try and do for Glim?
1: Uh, I'm <laughs> I'm probably trying to balance one foot on each of these awning planks in order to get myself to where her foot is to, uh, like, pull her free, I like, maybe I'm trying to get her like, Glim, like, start to rock yourself back and forth, like Silence. Oh, like, she can't, oh, we can't hear anything. Okay, I'm mouthing this like an idiot then. Uh, (laughs) And I start to try to wiggle her foot back and forth, so she gets the idea that she should be hopefully trying to
3: Okay. Yeah. Um,
1: Sully's making this much more complicated than it needs to be.
3: Yeah. Okay. Um, as you begin to do that, you feel the wood planks crack, and the both of you fall through the awning and down to the ground. Roll um, a dexterity saving throw, there, Glim, to see what happens to the jug.
1: Oh
0: God. Not the jugs. <laughs> Fifteen.
3: Um, you tuck and roll just enough. You feel them connect with each other, but you don't feel like that smash that you would expect from these clay jugs. Like you've, you've rolled off of them well enough that you've softened the blow. Um, the two of you scramble up and look up and you see helmed guards walking across the the opening and one of them turns and looks down and stops and turns its body and begins marching down pulling its long sword The song Long Road Ahead is by Kevin McLeod of Incompatech.filmmusic.io. All other music and sound effects can be found at epidemicsound.com or boomlibrary.com. A huge thank you to our supporting producers, Gabriel Lynch, Joshua Dixon, Cat Waterflame, Devin Michaels, Jacob Madden, Christian Brown, Stevie. Jessica Babjuk and Darylith. To find out more about how you can support Dungeons & Dragons, visit us at patreon.com slash cast where you can have exclusive access to 50 plus hours of bonus audio content, create in-game NPCs and items, as well as play games with the cast. Patreon.com slash cast Have a great week, and we'll talk soon. Just Pass Without Trace really takes care of a lot of things, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production.
0: The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.
1: The buyer awaits your decision, poised as one both ready for a fight and assured of its outcome. I'll have that relic now. That cool pretty boy have more healing. We gonna need it.
4: You guys might. One of you dies and I'm running for it. So don't. We'll have to use every advantage and we've not many left. So, I'm confused. Uh, What
2: am I supposed to say to him?
0: Marcus, it's a role-playing game. Right. So, you're this holy guy, Benedict. Right. And he's just joined this adventuring party.
2: Right. Why? Because we needed someone to heal us and not ask questions.
4: Dom, What?! Any reason you want, Marcus. That's the great thing about this game. You can be anyone you want. Do anything you want, for any reason, so long as it's true to your character. Cool.
2: I totally got this. Uh, Wait, but... This artifact belongs to my church, and as such, I cannot part with it for any price. (laughs) Uh, what did I say?
1: Kill them all! (gasps) The Ordinary Epic, a podcast series about the extraordinary, the ordinary, and something in between. Listen now at TheOrdinaryEpic.com or on your
4: favorite podcast app.